welcome to the Live Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful whole. Living and loving and experiencing and adventuring on this journey of a lifetime. So recently the song, that song Brave, um, uh, it's Sarah, God knows how to pronounce her surname, Beryls, Berylese, oh Jesus, just give me a second. I don't know if anyone wanted to find the song. If you don't know it, if it's Brave and it's Sarah, I'm sure just by Brave you'd find it. Sarah Bareilles, B-A-R-E-I-L-L-E-S. God, I have no idea how you pronounce that. But the song is all about being brave to um, speak honestly and express truth. Um, and that it takes bravery. And the song's singing, she's singing about show me your brave. And what will happen if your words fall out, honestly? Um, and it's interesting because this theme's come up a few times. So it originally came up when I was chatting to like a, a young man who was, I think I've mentioned before, had like was in a relationship that had ended. And then he felt like there were things he'd left unsaid. And he wanted to arrange a time to meet with the ex-girlfriend. And his friends had said, no, why are you bothering and it's over and you shouldn't do this. And he honored his own intuitive feeling that he, it was something he wanted to do. So I really like celebrated and acknowledged him for doing, for honoring that. But that song came up for me about being brave, that may we be brave um, to say what we want to say and let the words fall out honestly and not from a hurtful to speak in love. So it's not, from an, not with an intention to hurt somebody, but with an intention to just share what's true and alive in us. And then it just this theme kept coming up and up because then, um, just how it takes bravery to it's it actually does take bravery to sometimes say what you know may be hurtful to someone initially for them to hear, but it's actually easier for them to hear it up front because then I was speaking to some young people that like it was just interesting also it was so refreshing and actually. Yeah, there are a lot of, I remember also being a teenager and thinking like, you know, teens are a lot more, even like early adults, like late teens, early 20s. Um, it's not an age thing. There are just some that are very discerning and have great insights and level of maturity. Um, that's irrespective of age. But just hearing from some young people that like, um, so a young guy was sharing that he was on like a program and one of, in the program, it was a mixed program, so he became very good friends with one of the girls. And for him, he didn't feel anything more than like friendship. But for her, you could see in some of the conversations, she was wanting it to go more into like a couple than just friendship. And he didn't want to hurt her feelings. So instead of just saying that he wasn't attracted to her in that way, he landed up making other reasons and excuses for why it wasn't the time that he wanted to get into a relationship. And it's just interesting that it actually takes a lot of bravery to be courageous, to actually like share authentically. And that actually is probably like, even though it's hard for the person to hear in the moment, it's easy, it's better and healthier for them. Because one of his other friends, girlfriends, like a friend who's a girl, but not a girlfriend, said to him that you should just tell her honestly, this was coming from a girl, that you're just not interested in that kind of relationship. You really value a friendship, but you, you don't feel the same to transition to like a, a more intimate relation or like a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. And it's just so interesting because then it came up that someone in the friendship circle 
broke up. It was a breakup where they'd been together for like three or four years. And it turned out that apparently the guy like didn't really like the girl from the beginning and landed up telling her this. But like how much harder for her to hear it like in a few years down the line than, and I don't know what exactly the details were or how they landed up like having the relationship go on for that length of time, if that was the situation. But it's just how if someone doesn't want to hurt someone's feelings and you land up not sharing something... Yeah, it's actually interesting that actually if you can share it in a way as respectfully as possible, but truthfully, that the truth is actually probably going to serve you more in the long term um, and serve everybody more. And then along that vein as well, even just on a funny, lighter, lighter note. So I remember sometimes this happening with my kids in the car where we were sometimes like on the highway or somewhere where I physically couldn't stop and one of them needed to pee. And it was very funny because the one time we did, we found like an empty bottle in the car and then they peed in the bottle. So we always, we had a big, a good laugh, but it was also the whole fact that we, especially for guys, it's very easy then if you're ever in a situation where you're in a vehicle and you can't get to the toilet, if you can find an empty bottle, you sort it. So it's a little bit like challenging in terms of <laughs> sorting yourself out with aiming for the hole, but it's, it's doable and it's possible. So I also just heard like a really funny story, um, that but also just an example of the truth which was just so hilarious like because these guys when they in army service so they have like a commander and sometimes these commander positions are female so they were coming back on the bus and the bus had stopped for everyone to go to the toilet and one of the guys didn't go because he thought he didn't really need it but then like into the as we continue he does but now he's self-conscious of asking the driver to stop because the driver did just stop and he didn't go so he's got an empty bottle and he thinks, okay, I'll just pee in the bottle on the bus. So that way I'm not disturbing anybody, not disturbing anything, but I really, really, really need to pee. I'm not going to be able to hold this anymore. But then in his line of seats is his commander. So he needs to ask his commander to move. Um, so initially when he like, gets her attention and asks her to move, obviously she's like, why? And then when he just honestly <laughs> told her that like, I really need to pee. And I can't ask the bus driver to stop because he's just stopped and I didn't get off because I thought I'd be okay. But I have a bottle and I can sort myself out, but I just would appreciate if you'd move a couple of seats down. And she was like, sure, no problem. And it was just like such an amazing example of how, like it's a more funny, lighthearted story, but in just being honest with the reason, it got immediate cooperation. Um <laughs> So it made me laugh, but it also was just another beautiful example of honesty. And then I've got two other shares that aren't necessarily on this vein. But the one, the other day I was sharing, witnessing my sort of default to negative or worst case or negative inner voice. So, oh God, this happens to me today. So I'm walking along and I'm listening and I'm singing, right, to music. So it's Shabbat. So for people who are Shomre, you wouldn't be listening to music, right? So I see a guy walking like he's clearly walking towards shore because he's got like a book and he's got his talus and uh, like, and I'm busy singing away. Now I'm listening to the song, look for the good by Jason Mirrors, And I'm singing, look for the good. And happily like singing along out loud, um, in key, out of key. I don't care. I'm just singing. And as I walk by him, I say, Shabbat Shalom. And then he stops and he's saying something in Hebrew to me. And I just don't have enough Hebrew to often understand properly or understand the first time. So where I go is, oh God, he's going to criticize me 
pick me out for listening to something on Shabbat and then I'm breaking Shabbat. So initially my whole thing was like, I'm doing something wrong and I'm going to be reprimanded. And I didn't understand what he was saying. And at some point he understood that I said I was spoke English. So he said to me in English, ah, you're singing. That's so nice. That's so wonderful. And it was like, it was actually that he just felt like it was fun and it was cool to see someone so happy to be singing that he felt happy seeing that. And that's what he was sharing. It wasn't about me being reprimanded or picked out, but it was just another like cool opportunity to witness that. And the default tendency, oh Jesus. And then the other one that was so lovely was this magical moment on Friday where I was wanted to phone my son just to get hold of him, had some questions to ask him to wish him Shabbat Shalom. So I phone him and he doesn't answer. So then I was also taking a break to have a bit of lunch. So then I thought, okay, so maybe let me just quickly phone my mom. Now, my mom and my ex-mom-in-law both saved a safta with their name. And I really thought I'd phone my mom. And the next minute, my ex-mom-in-law answers. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I told you by mistake. I'm looking for Cher. And she's like, that's my son. I'm looking, And she's like, oh, he's here with me. And it was just so remarkable how just to trust and let go. And there's a choreography in life grander than anything we can imagine. And if we just present to doing our moments to the best of our ability, even when they include making mistakes, because sometimes those mistakes are intentional. So I was like, so obviously like the universe, God knew I was trying to reach Shalom with my son. And then this happens. And that's how I reach him is actually, but the so-called accidental wasn't really accidental at all because that was where he was. So then I chat to him a bit and he's like, oh, well then do you want to chat to Safter again? And then I was like, yeah, so obviously if I called her, there must be some reason that I called her. So then we, she, we get on the phone together and I tell her this magical moment. And she's like, oh, well, ever since we moved to Israel, because they made Aliyah, um, I think like the beginning of this year. She's like, you know, every time, when, since I've come to Israel, I have so many of these magical moments. And she, she tells me how the other day, she doesn't know how it happened, but there's someone, a distant relative in her family that she's always wanted to get hold of and chat to. And she just hasn't got round to it. And she doesn't know how it happened. Just all of a sudden, she thought this person had phoned her. Like they were connected on a call. And chatting and catching up. And then this person's coming to South Africa. And my ex-mom-in-law had never met her. She was very excited to meet her in person. And she was really sad that now she's coming to South Africa and she's left. But she's like, no, don't worry. Then I'm coming to Israel afterwards to visit. So she's going to meet her in person and they had this catch up. And at the end of the call, my ex-mom-in-law says, you know, thank you so much for phoning. And she's like, but I didn't phone you. I wanted to say to you, thank you so much for phoning. So here was some also some weird glitch in the matrix where neither of them have conscious memory of actually making that call to each other. But yet they were connected on a call and both of them had wanted to make that call. So that was absolutely divine. And as always with these moments, I love for them to more be reminders not to like think, oh, now I'm on the path when the synchronous thing happens. No, to rather be like, wow, I actually consciously recognized a synchronous moment and that every single moment of existence is as magically miraculous and that we to grow our capacities to living from that place. 
where more and more moments take our breath away. And even the ones that don't, we are so confident of this massive, amazing synchronicity that like all of it just starts to take our breath away, even when we can't see it at all because we just know it. We know it in our bones. And Precious Heart here is to letting our words fall out, honestly, to be brave and to be wanting and willing to see and witness other people brave. Happy adventuring. Mwah.